You're listening to the Hill City Teaching Podcast, a recording of the Sunday morning service at Hill City Church. We would love to have you join us in person. More information can be found at www.hillcity.church. Hi, everybody. We are in a series right now called One Another. We want to be one anothering better than any other, anybody else one another's. And last week, we talked about loving one another. Loving one another, uh, we talked about how it starts with me. Where we have to speak from love, we have to speak for love. When we interact with each other, love is the goal. So this week, we're talking about something different. This is a super fun topic that everyone really going to enjoy. We are talking about bearing burdens with one another. This is so fun, so exciting. We're going to be in Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 through 5 primarily today if you guys want to turn there. And here's the the main gist of, of what we're going to discuss today. Everyone bears burdens. If you walk with Jesus, if you don't walk with Jesus, you're going to encounter burdens. But when we walk with Jesus, and when we walk in community with others that walk with Jesus, bearing those burdens is going to look different. But how does it look different? How does it help us? Well, in Galatians, uh, to touch on some of the background, it's a lot about maturing and growing into the plans that God has for you and for your community. It's about growing into the people that he has designed us to be. Now, maturity is going to impact how you interact with your community in huge ways. Because maturing in this way means maturing in in the way that the gospel has been laid out for you. It means maturing into this, this knowledge, this deep knowledge, and living out this understanding that Jesus lived for me, died for me, and raised to life again for me, and sent me out to help make others more like him. That's what maturity in the gospel looks like. It is living into that truth. It is living into that reality. And when we do that, when we do that well as individuals and as a community, it impacts the way we carry our own burdens, and it impacts the way we bear burdens with those around us. So we're going to dig into Galatians today, and we're going to figure out what that looks like. Now, Galatians uh, chapter 6, verse 1, starts out and it says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourself, or you may also be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now, there are a few uh, key phrases that I want to really dig into and really uh, define before we move on. And one of those is live by the Spirit. How do we live by the Spirit? What does that mean? Well, really, that's talking about those that, that have matured to the point where they're bearing the fruit of the Spirit. If you look just a little bit above in your Bible to the end of chapter 5, you're going to see a list of the fruits of the Spirit. That's what Paul's talking about. People that, that live these fruits out, the love, Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 
This is what it means to live by the Spirit, to bear these fruits and to bear them well. Next, I want to talk about the the phrase here in in, uh, verse 1, gently. Now, gently can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. To some people, it it might mean uh, hold back the truth and and not really say what's really on your mind because that feels gentle. That's That's not gentle. That's just hiding. To speak the truth gently it, it means to, to say what is true and what is good from Christ without hammering that into someone, without making it harsh or hard, but speaking the truth all the same. The last phrase that I want to point out in this passage is the law of Christ. Now, the law of Christ is uh, living out this, this idea of loving one another. When Jesus was asked, what is the most important law? He said, love God with all your heart and love one another as yourself. That is the law of Christ that Paul is referring to. So these principles, when we live them out, when we we consider them in terms of community, they're going to look different for people that truly have matured in, in their community and in their walk with Christ and are living out these these fruits of the Spirit. It's going to look different for them than it does for someone that's just starting, that is just learning what it means to to step into this identity as Christ's own and to step in this community that is pursuing Christ. So for the mature, it might look a little bit uh, like Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Go ahead and turn there with me and we'll talk about what, uh, what Paul is saying. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 31 through 33, Paul says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the church of God, even as I try to please everyone in every way, for I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. See, it, it doesn't mean using this maturity that you have to to show others how good you are. But it means pointing them back to God in everything. If someone is is struggling with this idea of of holiness, you don't point to yourself and show them how holy you are. You point to God. You don't expect them to meet your standards of of what it means to be in a relationship with God if you've been doing it for, for 10 years and they've been doing it for 10 days. But you point them back to God in every way. That is how you bear the burdens of those in your community that are searching. And for those that are are growing, for those that are are still stepping into their, their calling that God has put on their lives to live out the gospel and live it in community, it can look like vulnerability. 
when you engage in your, in, in your community, when you engage in relationship and tell people what you're struggling with, what burdens you are carrying, then they can step up and help you carry them. They can bear them with you. They can point you to God in love. Do so gently. This is the first point that I want you guys to write down today. To bear the burden, we need to know the burden. For those of you that are mature, you're still going to bear burdens. But you need to understand what those burdens are. You need to spend time with God, digging in and understanding what is keeping you from living out that relationship with him all the way. And for those that are just stepping into community, maybe for the first time, you need to understand that it's okay to be vulnerable and let your community know what you're struggling with because when you do so, chances are there are going to be five other people that have said that have gone through that same exact struggle. They can give you pointers on how to engage with God in that struggle. If we go back to, or to Galatians, excuse me, uh, chapter 6, starting in verse 3, we can read, If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone, without comparing themselves to someone else. Maturity is not meant to be wielded. Like I said, it is not meant to be something that, that I can use to hold over those that are still growing and hold them up to, to my level of expectations for myself. That's not what maturity means. It's not meant to build pride in us. And we can be, we can be proud of the, the growth that has happened in us, but it is not meant to puff us up. Like I said, those that are matured will demonstrate the fruits of the Spirit that we discussed in Galatians 5. They will be loving. They will be peaceful. They will be joyful, patient, kind, and good. These are the marks of maturity. It is not pride. It is not boastfulness. Those that are mature, they will love one another. And they will set the example of that love in the law of Christ. See, the worst example of true maturity is mistaken maturity. Those that believe that they have gotten to this level of, of ultra-Christian and can show everyone how to live, they're ultimately going to, to lead to downfall. They're going to lead to hurt. See, when I first started teaching, I learned this lesson the hard way. And I was recently meeting with a a former student of mine who just taught for the very first time, just preached a sermon for the very first time. And I was able to ask him, I said, hey, you know, how did, how did it go? How did it go for you? And he told me, he said, you know, it was an incredibly humbling experience. He said, just a few days before I preached, I was, I was walking out my door and God stopped me dead in my tracks. And he made me realize that all these things that I was going to be teaching on, I wasn't living them. I wasn't truly, truly living them out. I hadn't experienced them myself. I knew about them. I had all the head knowledge and I could, I could teach on it. But I wasn't demonstrating it. 
And I just kind of had to chuckle because that is exactly where I found myself when I was his age. When I found myself first teaching and realizing that I knew what I was saying, but I was not truly living it out. And that's a trap that, that caught me. And it was, it was a very humbling experience and it was very painful because the maturity that I thought I had, it had puffed me up. It had led to me bearing burdens in a way that was not healthy for myself and not healthy for my community. See, when we encounter these burdens, they're really not meant to crush us. And when we overcome them, they're not meant to puff us up with pride. I had another friend when I was in high school and he, just, he got the opportunity to preach for the first time. And when he was preparing for his sermon, he received no help, none. And his first time preaching was tough. If it was a public speaking contest, you could say he crashed and burned hard. And he felt so discouraged. And when our, our leader at the time was asked, hey, why didn't you help him out? He said, well, I wanted him to know what it felt like. I wanted him to know how hard this was going to be. See, those burdens aren't meant to crush us. That's not a true measure of community right there. It's not, oh, I survived it, so let's see how you deal with it. No, we are meant to gather around each other. If you're taking notes, write this down. Burdens should not bury us or elevate us. They're meant to grow us grow us in Christ and grow us in community. If we use them as a, a tool to, to puff our chests out, then we've missed the point entirely. And if we are utterly crushed by them, then we probably have not engaged community and walked with them through this. Let's move on a little bit in Galatians to our last verse, verse five. For everyone should carry their own load. Everyone should carry their own load. We have our, our Wednesday night community group, and a few weeks ago we were talking about shame and vulnerability and how to deal with, with these things in relationship. And our group, our group has been so amazing. I'm so proud of them. They, they really dug into this topic, and uh, everyone started really sharing what they, what they see in themselves, what they see in, in others, and it just opened the floodgates of, of vulnerability in our group. And we were able to, to sit back and recognize the growth that has come from those hardships that each of us has faced in the past. We were able to point out, hey, you know, I know that you've shared this story, but that's not, that's not something that you struggle with anymore, and that's amazing. See, mature and growing alike will both encounter burdens and they will both encounter pains as they walk with Jesus. There's no way around it. There's no way to, to escape the fact that sometimes this walk with Jesus hurts. And we aren't always meant to be rescued. This is something huge that came out of our, our Wednesday night community group is we are able to sit back and 
our community group guideline says no fixing, no rescuing. When someone is sharing something hard, something difficult, when they are crying and making a mess of themselves, it is not our place as their community to, to reach out and pull them out of that, that emotion and pull them out of that hard spot. It's our position to sit with them, to love them through it, to support them when needed, but not to fix it for them. I was thinking about how, how God would have been absolutely robbed of some of the, the opportunities to grow these community members if they had been rescued right away at the first sign of, of struggle and of, of hurt instead of leaning into their community and pushing and walking with them and learning those lessons that God had in the midst of that burden. See, when, when somebody comes to us as a community with a struggle, our job is not to fix it for them. Our job is to point them back to God every single time. God is a good God. He doesn't use pain to inflict more pain. He doesn't use pain to crush those that he loves. God works all things for good, and that good often looks like growth. So if you're taking notes, go ahead and write this down. This is our last point for today. God is working. He is. Join him and don't rob him. When you encounter an obstacle, something that, that feels like a burden that you just don't know how to carry, and your first instinct is to get out from under it and run, you might just be missing the growth that God has for you. And when those in your community come to you and they say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really struggling with this, and your first answer is to, to get them out and help them run away from it, you are robbing them of the growth that God has for them. Sit with them. Point them to God. Help them to carry that burden well. That is the goal of community. See, through the letter of Galatians, Paul is urging us to grow and mature. All the way through. He wants us to grow in the spirit and he wants us to grow in community. See, that's Paul's message here. It is about learning how to love one another enough to bear up with each other, to bear up with one another. It's about growing into our calling and faith in Jesus Christ. It's about growing into the, the gospel that he has given us no matter who you are or where you are, there's always a next step to digging into that calling. It might seem like baptism. It might be joining a community group. It might just be sitting and talking to God about where he has you and where he wants you. Now, these, are, these are amazing opportunities, and I, I pray that you don't miss them. And if you need someone around you, if you need a community to help you answer these questions, to dig in with you, to bear this burden of what next with you, 
We would love to talk to you. Please reach out to us. Thanks for listening to the Hill City Teaching Podcast. We hope it was helpful to you to become a more devoted disciple of Jesus. More information can be found at www.hillcity.church. Thank you.